This is in Stimulate Your Mind, the podcast by Moses Kuria, a weekly mental health podcast that merges information in psychology, neuroscience, research, and personal experiences to help you make informed decisions on your mental health. We're living in an overstimulated society of indulgence. Here, you'll find tools, resources, and hope for your mind and existence. Here's the latest episode of Unstimulate Your Mind. Welcome to the episode this week. It's actually October 1st, 2023 as I record this. Happy New Month to you. I hope you'll have a great month ahead of you. And really happy with the growth we've had as a podcast as I put this one out. Still back on the charts, charting on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, also on different other platforms like Castbox and Google Podcast. Today, I'm actually going to ask you for a favor. If you listen to this podcast on Spotify, there's a follow button. I'm actually kindly asking you to follow the podcast. Once you're done listening, there's an extra step that you can do, giving us a rating. I don't mind a one star rating, I don't mind a two star rating, three, four, five. There's a part on Spotify where you can give us a rating. If you're listening to this on an iPhone, Apple Podcast is what you use. Usually charts really high on Apple Podcast mental health charts. That part where you can give a rating. There is a one star, two star, three star, four star, five star. You can pick one. Give us a rating. Also, there's a subscribe button on Apple Podcast. On any other platform that you, that you might be listening on, there should be a subscribe button where you can subscribe. Once you subscribe, the numbers will go up, will go high on the charts. And eventually, my biggest goal is to help in spreading awareness on mental health and having a library, an audio library of encouraging messages that will keep you going through not just this month of October, but throughout the rest of the year. The beautiful thing about this podcast is that you can listen and re-listen to all the episodes at once. None of them are seasonal And by that, I mean they're not conversations based on any occurrence in the world, any matter that is seasonal, but these conversations are timeless. You can literally listen to every single episode, every single day, and get something that will keep you growing in your mental health. I'm today back on one of my favorite websites, that's tinybootha.com. By now, you've seen the title of the podcast, Things You Can Control and Things You Can't Control. So Laurie Deschen, who is actually the founder, writes on 15 things you can't control and what you can control instead. This post is for anyone who stresses themselves out trying to control life, which I'm guessing means it's for most people. It's easy to convince ourselves we have power over things we don't, as if we can force people and situations to go away simply by trying or pushing harder. The world would feel a lot safer if this were true. If people did what we thought was best, situations worked out as we believed they should, and nothing challenging or painful ever caught us off guard. But some things are simply uncontrollable, and it's exhausting and futile to obsess over them. Not to mention, it's empowering since we can't control what's in our power when we're fixated on things that aren't. As a recovering control freak, I know this all too well. I also know how scary it is to let go and trust that things will somehow be okay, and that I can handle it things fall apart. These days I try to focus more on the latter since that's something I can't control. I can't control what's coming but I can control whether I feel strong enough to cope with it. 
and even make the best out of it. So, number one, you can't control what other people do. But you can control whether you participate in their behavior or enable them. Some specific things you can do. Trust people to make their own decisions and accept that you're not responsible for their choices or consequences of their actions. Consider that their choices and outcomes are somehow necessary for their growth. Recognize that you can accept their behavior without condoning it, participating in it, or enabling it. And set boundaries if their actions are hurtful to your physical, emotional, or mental health. Number two, you can't control how other people see you. You can control how you show up in your relationships and how you see yourself. Some specific things you can do? Make a list of traits you like to embody in your relationships. Kindness, honesty, or integrity, for example. And check in with yourself throughout the day to ensure you're being the kind of person you want to be. Take a little time every night to reflect on everything you did that day and things that made you proud. Number three, you can't control how other people treat you. You can control how you internalize and respond to their treatment. Some specific things you can do. Recognize that their behavior isn't normal. It's more about them and their own pain and limitations than you. Communicate how their behavior affects you. Set boundaries around what you will and you will not accept. And plan what you'll do to enforce those boundaries and what you'll do if someone crosses them. If the other person regularly treats you with callousness or disrespect, create distance in a relationship or end it all together. Number four, you can't control whether other people like you. You can control how true you are to yourself. Some specific things you can do. Remind yourself that no one is liked by everyone, that you don't have to win everyone's approval or anyone's approval. You just need to be yourself so you can find like-minded people, people who accept and appreciate you just as you are. Also, list what it means to be you, true to yourself and check in with yourself regularly to see if you're adhering to that list. Number five, you can't control what other people think, feel, and believe. You can control how you engage about your different opinions, feelings, and beliefs. Some specific things you can do. Set boundaries around conversations, which topics you want to discuss, or what you'll do to stay calm when hot button issues come up. Remind yourself that it's not your job to change people's minds. Look for common ground, something you can both agree on, even if you think differently. And remember that you don't need to see eye to eye on everything to have a strong relationship. You just need to respect each other. Number six, you can't control how other people internalize things you say and do. You can control your intentions and how you respond when you unintentionally hurt someone. Some specific things you can do, communicate how you feel if you fear you've upset someone and clarify your intentions if you think there's been a misunderstanding. Also, trust that other people will tell you if they're upset and recognize it's not your job to read their minds if they don't speak up. Number seven, you can't control what happens to other people. You can control how you show up for them when things get hard. Some specific things you can do, acknowledge that struggles help us develop strengths and can lead to pride and purpose. So you don't need to shelter anyone from pain. When they're hurting, hold space for them instead of trying to save or fix them and let them know you're there. You care and you want to help however you can. Number nine, you can't control the things that have already happened. You can control 
what you do in the present. Some specific things you can do. Not what you've learned from the things you wish you could change so you can do things differently going forward. Starting now. Reframe the past to find the good in what happened. Number 10. You can't control everything that's going to happen. You can control how you strengthen yourself to handle the unknown. Some specific things you can do. Schedule in your daily to-do list at least one activity to boost your mental and emotional health, like meditating, journaling, and connecting with your support system so you feel capable of handling whatever comes at you. 11. You can't control the outcome of anything you do. You can't control your efforts. Some specific things you can do. Put in the time for anything that matters to you, even if it's just a little every day. Focus on progress, not perfection, so you don't end up feeling paralyzed. Lastly, remind yourself that you can only do your best, and your best is good enough, and that if things don't turn as you hoped, something good can come from that experience. You can't control your body aging. You can't control how well you take care of your body and how you think about it. You can't control the inevitability of getting hurt. You can't control how you treat yourself when you're hurting. Some specific things you can do. Remind yourself that there's no way to avoid pain because the act of avoiding itself is painful. Practice sitting with your pain instead of numbing it with substances or addictive behaviors. Talk to yourself and you, as you talk with someone that you love and they're actually hurting. And practice looking for the gains and losses so that every challenge and setbacks feels meaningful. The last thing, you can't control the fact that there's suffering in the world. But you can control whether you contribute to it or help alleviate it. Some specific things you can do, work towards healing your own pain. Since hurt people hurt people, speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. When you see someone hurting, offer your non-judgmental presence and ask how you can help. Commit small acts of kindness every single day. Lastly, you can donate your time, your money, your resources to courses that you're passionate about. Man, I love this list of things I can control and things that I can't control. I'm hopeful that they help you to realize that there's even more things that we can't control. But there are things that by God's grace we can be aware of. My name is Moses. Always grateful to sit here on my window to record this podcast every single Sunday evening. I hope that it's going to be a blessing to you and hope you reach out if you need therapy or any form of mental health support or any form of mental health service that you may need because Stimulate Your Mind Global is offering all these services in one port as a company now.